when the coronavirus came out, there was a lot of speculation, a lot of controversy, and a lot of people running from side to side. Everybody had their own little theory. Some people agreed that it was a lab leak. Some people decided that it probably came from some bad food at a wet market in China. And for the most part, we know that China was never really that much open to being transparent about a lot of the things that they had going on surrounding the actual virus. And we know that China has been one of the harshest countries when it came, when it came to actually keeping the virus in check. But yet, you know, I don't think they did such a good job. But that's neither here nor there. But there was a lot of sides being picked, whether you're left, right, liberal, conservative, Republican, Democrat. Everybody decided that they had their own truth or their own version that they were going to accept. There were scientists who agreed and disagreed on different subjects, and everybody was, you know, trying to find out where they stood. Me, personally, it never really mattered whether it was a left or a right thing, a liberal, conservative thing. I think the only thing that truly mattered is the truth. And sometimes getting to the truth takes time. It takes effort. It takes due diligence. And a lot of people don't have the time and effort to do all of those things. Many of us are getting our information through secondhand sources, thirdhand sources, and we're trying to make sense of this whole cabal of conspiracy theories on top of different scientists saying different things and basically a lot of censorship, telling people that they can't have certain conversations about certain subjects when it comes to coronavirus and things of that sort. Some people got videos demonetized. Some people got tweets removed. Some people were banned, blocked, you name it. A lot of it happened. And there was a lot of heated conversation going on around it, especially when Donald Trump was in office discussing it. Now, we got some new information that I want to pull up here. And this right here is an article from the New York Times. And this is you know, very interesting and something that we need to discuss. And then, and, and the title is Lab Leak Most Likely Caused Pandemic. In Energy Department says, so this is from the Energy Department, but this is written by the New York Times. And I chose New York Times because uh, I think that they are a credible source, especially to people who consider themselves on the left side of the fence. Maybe not so much for the right side of the fence, but I think that the lab leak was more so um, believed on the right side than the left side. So I decided, yo, you know, let, let's see what it has to say. You know, let, let, let's go with it. The new intelligence has prompted the energy department to conclude that an accidental laboratory leak in China most likely caused the coronavirus pandemic. Though U.S. spy agencies remain divided over the origins of the virus, American officials said on Sunday. The conclusion was a change from the department's earlier position that it was undecided on how the virus emerged. Now, interesting thing about this, and I think it's very important that we point this out. There are going to be people out there who are going to say that this definitely was a lab leak. There are going to be people out there who say, well, we don't know that yet. This article has yet to claim that they know with 100% certainty that the lab leak was the actual cause of COVID-19. Yet, some people are going to take this as a definite yes. And people are going to be out there claiming that they have confirmed it. But that's not necessarily true. But what you can take away from this is the fact that there are credible sources. There are There is a lot of credibility to the lab leak theory. And to be able to dismiss it or to say that it's not true, you can no longer make that claim. 
And there are going to be a lot of people who need to apologize. There are going to be a lot, a lot of people, which they will never apologize, but there are a lot of people who are owed some kind of apology because there are people who are looking into this. There were credible people, scientists, people in the medical field who thought this was a credible theory, but they wasn't allowed to discuss it. But here we are from the energy department saying that this is an actual credible theory. And a lot of people feel as if this has been a credible theory since the very beginning. But I always try to stick with the facts and what we know. And a lot of times we run into the issue that you do sometimes feel as if there are people withholding information or there are certain people who don't want you to have certain conversations because of the implications or the, the consequences and the side effects of it. There were a lot of people afraid that if we had this discussion, that a lot of people in the Asian community, specifically Chinese, would be targeted and that they would be you know, out outliers in their communities because people would somehow blame what China allowed to happen on them, even though a lot of these people are Americans or grew up here or have family that they descended from who are Americans. And yet we have to deal with the fact that there are rational people on, on this planet, in this world, and in our country. And I don't blame the media. I don't blame the government for people doing bad things. But I also have to blame the government or the media for hiding things because they are in fear that people will do bad things. I believe that their job is to inform, to be honest, and allow people to decide for themselves what kind of country they want to live in. So to go on with this article, some officials briefed on the intelligence said that it was relatively weak and that the energy department's conclusion was made with low confidence, suggesting its level of certainty was not high. While the department shared the information with other agencies, none of them changed their conclusions, officials said. Okay. Officials would not disclose what the intelligence was, but many of the energy department insights come from its network of national laboratories, some of which conduct biological research rather than more traditional forms of intelligence like spy networks and communication intercepts. All right. So the name of this article is Lab Leak Most Likely Caused Pandemic. I'm trying to really understand exactly where they're getting the meat and potatoes from this to make that claim and use it as the article said. Now, it may be here. Sometimes they like to hide and bury things deep in the article so you would read a lot. And that's just a tactic that they use these days because, let's just face it, the media is not as profitable as they once were. All right? So let's continue reading. Intelligence officials believe the scrutiny of the pandemic's beginnings could be important to improving global response to future health crises. Though they cautioned that finding an answer about the source of the virus may be difficult or even impossible, given Chinese opposition to further research, scientists say there is a responsibility to explain how a pandemic that has killed almost 7 million people started. And learning more about this origins, forgive me, and learning more about its origins could help researchers understand what poses the biggest threats of future outbreaks. All right, still, so, so far, I'm deep into this article, and yet I still have no confirmation. So we are dealing with a few things here. Number one is you're going to have to accept the fact that China is not going to be forthcoming with all of their information and knowledge that they have. And they have no dog in that fight or no interest in actually getting in that position, because why would they? Let's say that China did something that wasn't necessarily by the book or that they were doing something undercover that needs to be exposed. But by exposing themselves, they only isolate themselves and cause more and more people to be upset with them and angry with them. And who knows what the, the global response will be to that. So they have no interest in being forthcoming and being transparent. 
Also, we also got to include the fact that we don't know necessarily how this is tied into their national national interest or their national safety. We do not know that if this lab leak is true, how that compromises certain information that China may be vulnerable if it got released. So they have every 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 motive to try to keep as much information hidden as possible. Look, I'm not a I'm not a spy. I'm not somebody who can infiltrate big governments and figure out exactly what's going on behind the scenes. America keeps secret. Every government keeps secret, even from their own citizens. So even the people in China may not necessarily know exactly everything. Maybe the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing. But yet, I guess this article is more so admitting that it is a very credible theory that we should be paying attention to. The new intelligence and the shift in the department's view was first reported by the Wall Street Journal on Sunday. Jake Sullivan, the national security advisor, declined to confirm the intelligence, but he said President Biden had ordered that the national labs be brought into the effort to determine the origins of the outbreak so that the government was using every tool it had. Good luck with that. <laughs> Good luck with that. In addition to the Energy Department, the FBI has also concluded with moderate confidence that the virus first emerged accidentally from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Okay, so let's look at this again. In addition to the Energy Department, the FBI has also concluded. So now you got the energy department and you got the FBI. They're both separate government agencies who have come to the same conclusion with moderate confidence. So remember, moderate confidence that the virus first emerged accidentally from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Okay, so they're not saying with 100% certainty, but they have a moderate confidence that it came from the Wuhan Institute of Virology, a Chinese lab that worked on the coronavirus. Four other intelligence agencies and the National Intelligence Council have concluded with low confidence. So there are four other intelligence agencies who have concluded this, but they are not with moderate confidence. They have low confidence that the virus most likely emerged through natural transmission. The director of National Intelligence Office announced on October 21st, October 2021. So with that being said, four other intelligence agencies and the National Intelligence Council, right? So that's five with low confidence that the virus most likely emerged through natural transmission. So they're not saying that it's low confidence that it came from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. They're saying that it was low when it came to the transmission coming from an emergence from natural transmission. So we have to realize that they didn't necessarily believe that it was a high possibility that somehow it started from a natural transmission from like eating uh, a soup at the wet kitchen or something, a uh, uh, wet market or something of that sort. So there's been a lot of doubt here. Um, and there's a lot of speculation, right? Which, which is fair. All right. Mr. Sullivan with those division remains, there is a variety of views in the intelligence community. He said on CNN state of the union on Sunday, some elements of the intelligence community have reached conclusions on one side, some on the other. A number of them have said that they just, don't have enough information to be sure. Okay, so there's a lot of disagreement even amongst the intelligence community. So there's definitely going to be a lot of disagreements amongst the population in America. Do we have an interest in truly knowing how this virus emerged? I think that the most clear reason that we have an interest as Americans to figure out exactly why this, this whole thing came to be is simple. We want to know what is the likelihood of another outbreak. We would like to know what is the likelihood of another outbreak, but also we would like to know are other countries participating in behaviors and doing things 
that the rest of the the world is unaware of that could potentially be dangerous to the rest of the world. We no longer live in an isolated world where there's a few tribes here and there that are not likely to come across each other. We live in a, go, a global community. As much as a lot of people don't like that fact, it is currently the fact. You can get on an airplane and you can fly from one country and be in another country within the same day. That's just the world we live in. And if you have a patient in one country who's sick, he could travel to New York City, get a bunch of people sick, and they can travel across the country and get other people sick. So we have an interest. Every country should have an interest in finding out what is the origin of this virus, because there could be potential other variants. There could be potentially other viruses being worked on in this particular lab or in other labs across different countries who are not following the right procedures or protocols or putting themselves at high risk of releasing a deadly virus that could kill millions more people. And we don't want to have that problem. But this is something that we have to focus on to break it down. And this is more so about information and how we view this situation than me picking your side and trying to tell you what you should believe and shouldn't believe. I know many of you are going to believe that it came from the lab leak. I personally think that it may be a very high probability that it came as a, lab, as a lab leak. That's just my personal take. I don't have any data or any evidence to say with 100% certainty, but if I'm a guessing man, if I had to place my bet on somewhere, I'm going to go with the lab leak. With that being said, if our intelligence community can't agree on the origin of a virus because information is being withheld, there's a lot of privacy, a lot of secrets being kept, where does that leave the average person? Let's say that we had access to this information. Let's say that every American knew right now, whether it was a lab leak or whether it occurred naturally through transmission. Well, what do we do with that information? Do we gloat and do we run and tell the people who disagree with us, ah, ha, 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 we were right, you were wrong? Not necessarily. The only thing that truly matters is if the government can figure out how it happened and come up with a plan to prevent it from happening in the future. Now, where the average American citizen, or if you're from a different country and you're watching this and you take interest in this, to pressure your governments to get to the bottom of this. Because if there are governments in the world that are working on things that could potentially have dire consequences for the rest of us, we would like to put in some policies. We would like to put something in place to safeguard us from these possibilities. Not only would we want that, but we would like some kind of compensation. Um, if, if if one country is participating in some kind of behavior that causes the deaths of millions of people that are not even in their country, we should have a way of holding those people accountable. And not just by holding them accountable as far as putting pressure on them to, you know, put the right procedures in place and make sure they're following the right policies, but there should be some kind of level of compensation because their actions directly led to people losing their lives and people losing their livelihoods. I mean, when COVID hit, there was a lot of confusion. People didn't know wear a mask, don't wear a mask. We were told mixed messaging and a lot of that was, you know, the government's fault. Some people would say Fauci, right? But there was a lot of mixed messaging. A lot of people were 100% committed to wearing the mask. Then a lot of people were, I'm not finna keep wearing this mask. We have no information or data to back this up or whatever. Or some people just felt like, I don't want to be a prisoner in my own country. 
I want to be able to live. I want to be able to go to work. And I want to be able to, to behave as a free citizen. And I'm willing to take the risk that comes with it. No matter what side of the fence you fall on, there were a lot of consequences and repercussions to the virus. And it hit us in such a way that I don't think our government was fully prepared for or our population was fully prepared for. So to a level extent, if somebody is accountable for this, if somebody is responsible for it, I would expect some kind of compensation. I would expect some kind of penalty or something paid to the people who suffered through this. There were people who weren't able to be able to be in the room when their family members were losing their lives due to COVID. And, you know, in many other cases, when the government is negligible or when some entity or, or company does something that causes undue suffering or death, then there are things put in place to allow compensation, whether you can sue that, pe that person or whatever. But if you can't even begin to get down to the root cause on what actually caused the outbreak in the first place, how can you ever be able to hold these people accountable? And I think maybe that's one of the reasons that China is ducking and dodging. Now, we are, what, over two, two years past the pandemic, and uh, we've adjusted. We've, we've found a way to learn and live with it. A lot of people got it, got the antibodies. A lot of people got vaccinated. A lot of people are anti-vax. Um, but life has continued. We're getting more and more back to normal than we've ever been since the pandemic has hit. Now this information is coming out. What we're going to do with this information, I really have no clue. Now, a little bit more on the, on the subject is it says some scientists believe that the current evidence, including virus genes, points to a large food and live animal market in Wuhan as the most likely place the coronavirus emerged. So if some scientists believe that, okay? That's not all scientists. Like I said, scientists don't always agree. There are scientists who disagree and agree on a multitude of different factors. And that's the whole, it's built into the scientific method, right? So leaders of the intelligence community are set to brief Congress on March 8th and 9th as part of the annual hearings on global threats. All right. So they're still having this conversation. The question should be then, what are we going to do with this information once we get a, a dead answer? If we ever get a dead answer, right? But that is the article. But notice how I want to point this out. Notice that this says the lab leak most likely caused pandemic energy department says, right? To me, that's more personally a quote and it's to grab your attention. Now, of course, China's going to deny this. China is probably going to keep the, the, the opinion and the thought that they are, you know, uh, they are not responsible. So the New York Times writes, um, China dismisses latest claim that lab leak likely caused COVID. You know, of course. Now, you got to ask yourself, how, how likely is, are we to believe China? Where, where is China's credibility right now? Okay, China accused the United States of politicizing the coronavirus pandemic again on Monday in response to the reports that the Energy Department had concluded that an accidental laboratory leak had likely triggered the spread of COVID worldview, worldwide. The rebuke remarks the latest salvo in a running war of words between the two countries over the origins of the virus, an issue that has taken as much as political dimension as a scientific one as the rivalry between the two superpowers deepens. So uh, tensions are rising. I mean, we just had China balloon in our airspace. So like there, there, there's a lot. And now that this is hitting the fan and China saying, 
they're they're not responsible and then the department of energy is saying yes they are so like we could potentially be seeing rising tides right here the rebuke marks the latest uh politicized Mao Ning, a Chinese foreign minister spokeswoman, said of the Energy Department's conclusion. She then repeated calls for the United States to stop defaming China by raising the lab leak theory. <laughs> See, tensions are um, high. I, I really don't personally trust China. I really don't. Uh, part of it could be like based on all the information that I receive based on China. Uh, China is a very authoritarian um, country based on the, the government and how they got to set up the CCP and how they treat their citizens. And if they're willing to treat their citizens that way, who knows what they're willing to say and do in order to keep and maintain their power. China's response adds to the growing friction between Washington and Beijing this month, following a spy balloon accident and U.S. accusations that China would consider supplying Russia with weapons and ammunition for use in Ukraine. So, yeah, and then we have the UK, Ukraine situation. But... That's pretty much the gist of it. Didn't want to make a long video, but something that's just for those people who may not know this or may not be paying attention. I want y'all to, you know, keep your eye on this and figure out exactly what's going on because I know a lot of you have strong feelings and emotions about COVID-19 in general, not just the virus itself and maybe you lost somebody that you love, but also the politicized nature that came with COVID and the people taking sides. So now you got a little more information. What you do with that is up to you. I just wanted to bring it to you. Let me know your thoughts in the comment section. Uh, give me some feedback. Let me know how y'all feeling. Do y'all believe that the lab theory is true? Do you believe that China is definitely responsible for the release of COVID-19? May it be purposely or by accident, which all theories say it was accident if it is, but, or do you say that it arose naturally? And if you have any scientific data or information to back it up, please feel free to discuss in the comment section. With that being said, thank y'all for watching. Peace and glory, everybody. Be peaceful and be great. Till next time, I'm out.